be back. Get away from her, you bitch! We all go a little mad sometimes. Everything is dumb in this episode of Sequel Failure. From NeoZaz.com, I am Dave, and joining me is Eric. Hey, how's it going? And we're going to shoot our way through to figure out why Ballistic, X versus Sever, did not, in fact, get any sequels. Have you ever seen this movie before? No, I have not. I have never seen it, and... I knew about it, and I'm glad that I never watched it. <laughs> I'm glad that I never paid in theater to watch this movie. Yeah, I don't know if I... I don't think I saw it in the theater. I saw it on cable, probably. But uh, it's definitely... So 2002, that's later than... This, to me, seems like a 90s movie. And that, and that's what I was telling you. was When I was watching it, I was like, okay, this. I feel like this movie would have done well in like the late 80s, early 90s. It's just, it's just a shitty action movie. It is. Uh, so yeah, it came out in 2002. Director is, you know what? I think autocorrect fucked me on this, so I got to get back to the IMDb page. Director is Wick Keosayananda, who didn't direct anything else of note. Uh, had a budget of 70 million. Now, I, I but look at look at the actual credited name. It's just it's like the first four letters of his last right. name. Just chaos, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you think that 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 was like? Like, oh, that this is this is how I'm gonna do all my movies. Or when he saw the movie, he was like, okay, I, I don't want people knowing my actual name attached to this. I mean, given a name like that, I would I would assume he probably credits himself as Chaos. I mean, that seems it sounds it seems like a '90s. Early I, I'd be interested thing to see to do. his uh, like because <laughs> he, he's done like one or two things after that, like years later. Yeah, I, I want to see what he credited himself then. It's like McGee. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so with a budget of seventy million, what do you think it made? Uh, I don't think it's like embar like well it's low, but I don't think it's like embarrassing low. It's not like you know fifty thousand dollars or something. It's probably like ten million, fourteen million, and only five point eight million internationally. Whoa, jeez, <laughs> that's nuts. That's pretty bad. So IMDb says task. With destroying each other, an FBI agent and a rogue DIA agent soon discover that there's a much bigger enemy at work. Okay, when I read that, this is right before I started watching the movie, I was like, what the hell is DIA? Do you, have you heard of that department before? Never heard of it. It's apparently a thing. They have a website. But DIA is like the Defense Intelligence Agency. Which is, they, they, the, the, did you ever play any of the uh, Metal Gear Solid games? No. Like the, the PlayStation 1 game the first like metal gear solid for playstation like they always go on about darpa and i was like like when i first started playing that game back in like the like what is it like late 90s or whatever i was like what the hell is darpa and they keep like <laughs> this is probably some made-up bullshit like thing no it's a real thing it's like the defense what is it like yeah, defense, defense advanced research projects. yeah exactly yeah so it's like there's apparently just so many different organizations in the government that we that we just have like no like we know about but it's just nobody pays attention to. Yeah, totally. And the thing is, being a computer science student in college, I knew about DARPA because they created mm -hmm. the internet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I had never heard of DIA. And if you're if you're making a, a blockbuster movie, 
about spies and whatever. Maybe he's a, an agency that people have heard of. I don't know. Maybe he's the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> CIA. I mean, we people love talking about FBI versus CIA or NSA. Who knows, right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Heck, it's 2002. Homeland Security probably is around by then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they started after 9-11, which... They did, so. but it's like, I think, I think it was like a few years after. Yeah, so they're not around. Okay, this movie is a franchise pictures movie. And what, remember I, who that's, franchise that's not, pictures yeah. is? <laughs> no, you remind me. They did Battlefield Earth. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that explains so much. Uh-huh. Right, so we have Jeremiah X... E-C-K-S, played by Antonio Banderas. And, okay, we'll just get this out. Like, this, the title of this movie is probably the second worst title in movie history. Yeah, because what does the first part have to do with anything having to do with this movie? Nothing. Right. So, the, yeah. the X versus Sever are the characters' names. Ballistic is just like, hey, let's get, that's like a fighting-sounding word. Let's use that. <laughs> it doesn't mean yeah. anything. And Jeremiah X is just a weird name. It is. It's a weird name for Antonio Banderas. Like Right. Nothing about his... Antonio Banderas, the actor, matches the character. I found him so frustrating in this movie because I, I, I mean, we both love Antonio Banderas from, you know, uh, oh boy, like El Mariachi and like, and, but it's, he's just, my problem is he, it doesn't fit this movie because he, he's just, he's such a quiet talker. Like there was so many times when I was watching this movie that I would have to like turn up the volume because he would <laughs> like when the when the uh, the guy the DIA agent comes to him, or no it was FBI when the FBI agent comes to him in the beginning in the bar oh, he's yeah. like he's like talking to him and he's like oh Jeremiah we need your help and we know where your wife is and he's oh yes okay <laughs> and I was just like wait what what is he saying like and I just kept turning it up louder and louder and then all of a sudden the FBI agent would be like. <laughs> and start talking. I was like, oh, turn it down, turn it down. And then it would just be go back up for him and bound for it. Yeah. He's just it, like it. the action didn't fit his like uh, like emotional state in the movie. It was very mm-hmm. annoying. So and then Sever is played by Lucy Liu, who is a rogue DIA agent. So X is like retired from the FBI, I guess. And they want to bring him back in to take down Sever. And Sever's backstory is that because China had the one child rule for so long and everybody wanted male children, they would either they would want to get rid of female children in yeah. one way or another. And I guess the DIA guy adopted her or bought or whatever and then raised her to be a compassionless, emotionless killer. Yeah, they, they did a terrible job explaining her like backstory. And, and they, they just they, they hawk her with some kid that she yeah, well, like. I don't know how the kid comes into it yeah I, it's there they no, no explanation of how the kid died or or how she lost him they, they just sort of allude to like you know there's a point where she like uh you know the, the main kid's missing and then he's looking you know the dia director or whatever is like looking for his son and he goes where do you like is he safe where is he and then she's she makes some comment where she's like he's about it he's he, maybe he's the same place my son is and you're, you're like okay like what does that mean <laughs> and then they never explain that well, there was one flashback to what looked like a drone strike, which is where I think her kid got killed. Yeah. But it was not explained at all. It was just like this weird flashback. And all you see is like the POV of the drone or whatever it was. And the yeah. house blows up. And okay. I, I also thought it was so ridiculous how it, like 
apparently, well, I, I don't want to jump too far ahead about Antonio Banderas and his relation to this child, Michael. Oh, spo- like, spoil, spoil it. Go for uh, it. No, it, I mean, he, uh, this is his son, apparently. I mean, we, we, we haven't even explained what, like, so this kid gets kidnapped, right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, the yeah, opening scene is this kid getting kidnapped. Like, the, there's a mother. She's bringing the kid home. Somebody's behind her, and he says, oh, the father wants the kid now. Yeah. And takes the kid away. And it just seems that it's a really awkward scene. It is, yeah. And then they take the kid, and then the kid gets uh, ki- the kid gets taken from by Lucy Liu. She like yeah. kills everybody there except for except for fucking Ray Park. Who right. <laughs> I, I cannot I cannot take him serious in anything that is not like Star Wars or like X Men, yeah. X Men or something. Yeah, it's like every time I see his face, I just see Darth Maul. And I'm like, I can't, I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the, there was a good thing that they didn't use his voice in Star Wars because his voice is weird. It sounds it is, like, because yeah. he's what, Scottish or something? He's, yeah. He's like Scottish or something, but then he, he sounds like he's got some sort of like Eastern European yeah. accent. It's like, he yeah. sounds like a Scotsman trying to do a Irishman trying to do an American accent or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it, yeah. And, and his character was just so pointless. Yes. I mean, he was just there as a secondary heavy that Lucy Liu could have a fight with at the end. Yeah, he's he's a good, he's a great stunt actor and and fighter and martial artist. So it's oh, fun yeah, to watch totally, him yeah. do stuff. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise his character was pointless. The, honestly, the, the best fight scene in this movie was uh, j- the, like it took place all of thirty seconds, and it was between <laughs> Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu, like within the first like twenty minutes of the movie. I didn't like that, that one at all. I, I I found it more interesting than just them standing there shooting guns at each other and like <laughs> you know, that was that was pretty boring. Right. So yeah. So the the kid gets kidnapped and taken away by Lucy Liu and she's holding him but treating him well. And then it turns out later in the movie that it was Antonio's kid and Antonio's wife who is now with the bad DIA guy played by Greg Henry. Character's name is Gant. Greg Henry, I love. He's always just like a dick character, except in Firefly. But I loved him in Payback. He was wasn't, sort of like, wasn't she also in Payback? Lucy? Yes, she was. So yeah, this, this is just weird. <laughs> okay, yeah. So let's talk. Lucy Liu, we, we already talked a little bit about Antonio and how he doesn't fit this character at all. Lucy Liu, I found to be completely wasted in this, right? In Payback, she's yeah. fantastic. Charlie's Angels, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Like when she has a meaty role, she's amazing. And yeah. this they gave her, okay, don't emote at all. Just give us nothing. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> just there's that weird scene where she like calls the 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 DIA agent, like the the, the director, what Ghent or whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, she's on that weird headphone. And then yeah, as soon as she hangs up the phone, they just have this like long shot of her taking the headphone off and setting it on the table and just sitting there. And I was like, <laughs> this is so weird. Like what? Like yeah, the, the, you could tell that this thing just had no emotion to it. It mm-hmm. was just it was all just strung together by action with just this shitty loose backstory. And I don't understand that Antonio Banderas like thinks his wife's dead, finds out she's not, finds out he has a son. But it's like they, they do all that. And he's like and he's like, oh, he's so happy to see this this like, you know, this kid that he's never known and all that stuff. And But then they have that weird scene where they're at like the uh, the Asian like DA agent's house. And like his he's like Antonio Banderas is like trying to smoke a cigarette. But then, the, like the the, the little <laughs> oh, yeah. like you know four year old girl is like won't let him. But then it just like he kind of comes off like standoffish to children and like, and it was just like what what was the point of that scene? Like right, 
like, oh, Antonio Banderas does not like kids. Or like the, you know, uh, X does not like kids. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, my wife is back and I have, I have a son. I have a, chi- I have a son and I'm so happy. Like, yeah. And what's the deal? Like, were people still smoking in movies at this point? That seems a little out of place. Uh, I'm sure they probably were, but it's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> It was just it, the whole thing was just a setup to some joke that like just doesn't age well. Where like the agents like the the, the uh, like the the little girl gets taken away by her father and she doesn't say anything the entire scene, but she whispers something in her father's ear as he takes her away. And then Tony Barris is like, "What did she say to you?" And he goes, "So my daughter wanted to know why uh, you look so sad." I told her it's because you just got beat up by a girl. Oh, yeah, that was such a dumb line. <laughs> and then Antonio Baradares just kind of sits there and, like, maybe half cracks a smile. Like, I don't know. It was just stupid. Uh, oh, yeah, and then there's another gripping scene of X and Sever looking each other up on, like, databases. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they sold this movie as X versus Sever, and there really is very few X versus Sever in this movie. Right. There's, like, one fight, there's a bit of a chase, and then they team up. Yeah. And the chase is dumb. It kind of reminds me of the thing we did with, the, I think it was Assassin's Creed, where she's booking it down the highway or whatever, or running or whatever it is, and he just keeps appearing in front of her wherever she ends yeah, up. How yeah. How do you get ahead of her? <laughs> he just, he knows the shortcuts. He's he does. Ex. And so I guess, the, so this movie takes place in and was shot in Vancouver, which has got to be a first. Like it nobody takes, sets it, their movie in Vancouver. <laughs> But isn't isn't the DIA some sort of like American agency? Yeah, which is curious that they're in Canada. But okay, I guess she's disappeared to Canada to stay out of America so that they can't find her. I don't know, but it's like so. Then this this guy, this DIA agent, like you know Ghent or whatever, or the guy in charge, and all these agents, they're operating in America. Like they're they're operating in Canada, like, right? Out of their jurisdiction. Out of the it doesn't. Well, I don't even fun. know what the DIA's jurisdiction is. I don't even know how it exists. Hey, it's the DIA. They can do whatever they want, and it's <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's one one letter higher than the CIA. Come on. Oh, that's true. That's one so, more than <laughs> one more intensity. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was. I just, I, I, yeah, I really thought this movie was going to be a whole lot more back and forth, back and forth, and then. It was not. It was just a whole lot of like explaining the characters' backstories, and then you realized way too early that that Sever is actually a good person and doing the right thing. I don't know. It's like it's almost like Lucy Liu is like, well, you know, like I, I like I don't want my character being bad or evil. It's like I don't know. I'm not saying like she had any say in this, but it's just sort of like, it, or whoever wrote this or something was like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want them to to not like her. So they they give her this kind of like weak action thing going on that like doesn't really hurt anybody that much and she shoots Ghent but it's like doesn't kill him I don't know the whole fucking thing <laughs> I, I did read this this was kind of stupid so there there's a, a, a Game Boy Advance game that came out 10 months before the movie called X versus Sever really they made yeah. a video game oh oh hold on it gets better they made a sequel to the game oh called no Ballistic X vs. Sever. So the first game is really just X vs. Sever, and then they made a movie, and then they turned around and made a game based on the movie. So the game was was the movie based on the game? The I first don't game? know. It's and it's got it's go look up the game because it's got the stupidest box art I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like Game Boy Advance. It's just like it's some cartoon of Antonio Banderas, like, oh. jumping off a roof, chasing after Lucy Liu. But yeah. they don't look anything like the characters. Because obviously no. this... 
But then, then the, the actual Ballistic X vs. Severed game cover is just a photo of Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like the gameplay is like Doom-ish. Yeah, it's, it's like a first-person shooter kind of thing. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That's fantastic. I was not able to like figure out if like the what the origin of the game is and how, why it came out months before the movie. Or if yeah. the movie was even based off the game or anything. Right, because if they came – I mean, 10 months or however – like – before the movie, that's that's during production. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, 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 it came out, the release of the game was December, tw- no, no, November 21st, 2001. Yeah, the, the, they were, were obtained the license to create the game based on an early rendition of a script of Ballistic X vs. Sever, an upcoming action film which had not been yet into production. All right, so they took the Doom engine and slapped a skin on it and called it X vs. Sever. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. The gameplay is similar to other FPS titles such as Doom and that all the graphics of the enemies and weapons are 2D sprites in a 3D setting. Yeah. I, I got to say the, the only thing that impressed me in this movie is, the, uh, you know that scene where the uh, the big rig truck turns over and uh-huh. starts sliding? There's yeah, a yeah. shot. There's a shot where you can see the reflection of the hubcap as the hubcap comes right to the camera. Okay. And, uh, and you can't see the uh, camera rig in it. And I was okay. like, oh, that's, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty good of them. Like, at least, <laughs> at least they didn't fuck that up. <laughs> And I kept pausing it, rewinding it, and trying to find like the perfect frame. Where I was like, I was like, uh, come on, I just want to see like you know the the, the rig just sitting on the back of a trailer, <laughs> yeah. like as it gets this shot. Where's the, nope. the shot of the first AC pulling focus? Exactly. Nope, nope, wasn't in there. Antonio's main weapon in this throughout the movie, I guess, before he and Lucy Liu team up and raid her vault of weaponry, is a shotgun. Okay. And a shotgun is just a not an interesting weapon for a spy. No, you got to be super close and it's, yeah. It just, it just looks dumb. It doesn't look interesting. It's like a shotgun is what you give to somebody who can't aim, right? And doesn't know how to use weapons. She also ends up using in that fight, in that sh- like scene where they're all trying to take her down in like the, the little, the town square or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. the, 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 the off front of that building, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. It's like, she's got this like P90 and she's like, she's just, she's hitting targets like too dead on from too far away. Yeah, and they can't hit her, and she's walking out in the in the open. Yeah, it's just it is the worst scene of of some sort of confrontation between a spy and a group of people I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> yeah, and then there's okay, there's the twist of the 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 woman and the son being Antonio's wife and kid, and then Gant used to be known as Clark. They make a point of saying that, and then don't explain why that's significant at all that I caught. Nope. <laughs> so I just okay. the, the whole thing where the wife and they they do that stupid scene where they show both sides like because in the beginning you only ever see Antonio Banderas' side of like his wife's car exploding and he's just like no she's gone and then he's he's I went to the funeral and and she's gone and they're like no she's alive and then they they refuse to tell him until he like brings in this this spy that they're looking to get. And uh, then you later see the other side of the story, and it's just it's got Gant, and he's he's like taking the wife who he met through like you know uh, Jeremiah X, and and you see the the, the the one car explosion and then another car explosion, so that way right. like she so thinks they each that think he the died, other person died, yeah, I, and he somehow orchestrates like 
like their burials that they both get to go to and they're like who choose like did he get to choose where they're buried and maybe they decided to be buried in the same area and he had like like think of the think of the logistics of that like okay <laughs> right. I, I gotta I gotta create this fake grave with a name <laughs> and it's like and it's got to be somewhere that the other one won't see it and they can't be on the same days I don't know it just it's stupid. And then what, would you not want to see the body, even like the mangled body to like to confirm like, oh, it's actually them. They're dead. Right. And there's not. Uh, do they not have extended family members that the other one's like, oh, no, I just talked to her last week. She's still alive. <laughs> like it's Jeremiah X's like wife's sister is like, oh, no, she's still alive. Like she remarried some guy because she thought you were dead. <sighs> yeah. This is like the idiot's take on Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it really is. It's like it doesn't work in an age of like of international calling or like you know some cell phones. Yeah. Cell- <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I'm reading the 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 book Jaws right now. Yeah, and there's a scene where Brody's in a meeting with the mayor and the other like heads of the city about whether or not to reopen the beaches for July 4th. And he yeah. gets a call from his newspaper friend who's been digging up dirt on Mayor Vaughn, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, "I'll take it out in the." Hall and he goes out to take it outside and the mayor listens in because, you know, it's one of those telephone systems where you can (laughs) listen in and multiple phones. And I'm like, wow, this whole scene would have gone away without, you know, if if you had cell phones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a a great breakdown of someone did of, uh, of Seinfeld. And how many Seinfeld episodes would just not be a thing if they're like if there was cell phones. Oh, that's if, like all the characters had cell phones because there's so many like miscommunications and I got to get a hold of them so that they know to say this. And it's like, yeah, that is funny not to look that that's, up. That's that's why it's like sometimes I just like whenever I like write stuff, I'm always like, can we just put this in an earlier time period? <laughs> so <we> don't, <laughs> don't have to worry about cell phones. Like, right. So much easier. You can you can create so much more drama that way. Yeah. So we have a big shootout at the at the train depot. Sever and Ross end up doing a fight, and and they do the thing where they they come up to do a showdown with each other, and they throw down their guns to duke it out fist to fist. Mm-hmm. Although apparently chains and knives are okay. Oh, and and okay, so the whole underlying thing was some technology that Gant had implanted in the kid that you can like. Except for that, they didn't explain. The, yeah, so explain that. But yeah, good. Oh, I don't. I don't have an explanation. It was. It was, like, it was almost the... like nanobots that would like yeah. inject some sort of like chemical that causes you to have a heart attack. A micro device that can be injected into victims in order to kill them at will. But that was the that was the stupid thing because they 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 end up killing Gant that way because she shoots him with a bullet full of that stuff and then activates it which she right. could have just shot him with the bullet it didn't yeah. make any fucking sense yeah. whatever fine she wanted to be some you know sort of you know symbolic uh, thing and so she she pushes the button and you go into his veins and you see and it looks like these little nanobots are injecting some sort of chemical into his veins and I'm like okay like could that not just be done with some sort of pill or something or like it needs to be done with nanobot i guess it's like <laughs> you could activate it at any time but it's it's yeah why would you need why would you need to like if you're gonna like internationally assassinate somebody it's like why would you need to be like it needs to be at the right time it needs to be when they're giving a speech or when they're like <laughs> then, i don't know and right and so how and what is the delivery for this do you have to like implant it under it, their skin or shoot them like how does this yeah, work it, well, how do they get it in the kid? But but then apparently it's not in the kid. That's what I don't understand. Did, did uh, no Antonio did, got it out of the kid before he oh, set okay. it off? Yeah. Okay. That I oh no, uh, Sever got it out. Sever. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I thought maybe that was the case, but um. Yeah. 
Oh, man. <laughs> so dumb. And it's like, okay, if you've got this sort of tech background for why people are doing what they're doing, maybe sprinkle that in throughout the story. <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then at the end of the, oh, God, I love it. I love Antonio so much. At the end of the movie, he says, Thank you. care of your family. I will. I'm like, yes, Desperado. <laughs> I will is his I'll yeah. be back. <laughs> As he whispers it so low yeah. that they I would <laughs> nobody on. <laughs> All right. So that's the story. The this film is number one on Rotten Tomatoes list of the hundred worst reviewed movies of all time. Although something I was reading on Wikipedia that it like, oh, it's it's one of the worst movies to ever get a zero. And then I just looked at Rotten Tomatoes uh, and, and it, like, like we can get to that. But it's like it's not zero. Really? Yeah. I saw zero. Really? Then am I am I missing something here? Hold on. Oh, no. It, yeah, it is. Where, where did I see something else? Oh, maybe, maybe I was looking at the audience score or something. Oh, yeah. It popped up when I was reading some article. It popped up somewhere else in like some sort of auto-generated thing that pulled from, and I I was like, "Oh, that doesn't show a zero. Like, but I guess I was wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So this film grossed less than thirty percent of its budget at the box office, making it one of the biggest box office failures in film history. Although I think, what did we do? Waterworld. Like the the actual number loss is probably bigger. Yeah, but we talk about the percentages. uh, John Carter of Mars is, is oh yeah, or, or that or Pluto Nash. One of those two is is like the worst box yeah. office in comparison to how much they spent. All right, yeah. So it got a zero percent. I'll tell you right now, I didn't rate this as bad as Battlefield Earth. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll I'll say I gave it a two. Battlefield Earth. You know, it just like every single scene is just so jarring and and horrible that it's just. Hard to watch. This one, I mean, it's boring and dumb and nothing making any sense, but yeah, I can look at Antonio and Lucy Liu and there's a couple of okay action sequences that are not terrible. So yeah, I give it a two. I, like I said, I, I told you, I, the first half of this movie, I was like, this is not that bad. Like this is, this is like no different than any other movie. It's got a, you know, simple premise. It's not terrible. It's, it's shot okay. The acting's good from the actors. Uh, to a degree, yeah. but uh, but then yeah, then the second half is just where <laughs> they get nutty with the story, and it becomes this non-believable thing. So it's like if they, if they maintain the energy of the first half, and it it, develop, it like turned into this actual spy versus spy movie, right? And it like and it became this like clever thing of them trying to one up each other because they like I said, even though even though that scene that fight scene in the beginning is super short between the two of them, they sort of show how they're they're both like master. At, at like their craft and they're mm-hmm. like one upping each other and it's like she pulls out a gun and he or no he pulls out a gun and she like you know disarms it and then he like a knife and it's like and then he throws it to another hand and then she like she's able to counter him and counter her and counter him and counter her and I'm like okay cool this is like a whole movie of just gonna be like which one's the best and who's gonna and it's like no that was not it <laughs> at all nope so what do you end up rating it I, I gave it slightly better just because I thought the first half deserved something. So I gave it a three. Okay. Fair enough. And what do you think, given the Rotten Tomatoes score, what do you think about IMDb? Uh, IMDb, I'm going to say it's probably stupidly higher, maybe like 3.2. 3.7. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are like, oh no, man, like Antonio's in it. He's good. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, totally. He he sells it. I just don't understand why they had that scene with that little girl in <laughs> in the cigarette. It served <laughs> no purpose. Now that I'm like rethinking yeah. about this, I'm like, it served no purpose to the story. Like that girl didn't even. I thought maybe at some point they were gonna reveal that like, I don't know, like that was like Lucy Lou's like oh right like family or something her daughters yeah right and like they, and, and, and that... like maybe she lost her son but she had a daughter with this guy <laughs> I don't, I don't know like there was no point to introducing these characters did that that Asian uh, the, did the father come back at all in the rest of the movie I don't think so and that's the thing yeah. it's like they, they, he's just there in the like intro scene where he gets introduced like the FBI and gets caught up on the case and it, like they kind of then they like they're they, okay. It gets even worse now that I remember there's that weird scene in the car with him and he's like got pictures of his family in his car, but Uh they're like just weirdly placed. And then he's got like one, an extra one of his daughter, like hidden behind the steering wheel or something. (laughs) And he's just, and that just, you just see Antonio like, oh, is that your family? And he's like, yeah, you know, it's my wife and my daughter. Her name's Mally. Love her? Of course. Then get out of this business. <laughs> and this like weird bonding <laughs> so over, over a character who disappears halfway through the movie. Yeah. I think he does come back after the the whole fight scene or something at the end. When when they sort of like kill Gant or whatever, he may come back after that. Like doesn't he like don't more people come into the the train station or something? Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing. In in a lot of the fight scenes and the chase scenes, like there was a bunch of cars chasing people, and I didn't know who was in any of the cars. And in the fight scenes, a bunch of shooting. Like it, it was very bad at explaining who was involved in these in these yeah. things. Uh, so how would you make it better? Okay, I would instead of making Lucy Liu an emotionless killer, I would give her more of a personality because she's really good at doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Change their names because their names are stupid, and the, the last names are fine. But it's just like Jeremiah. <laughs> like well, X, I, like, I feel like X versus Sever is it's just it doesn't roll off the tongue. It just sounds dumb. It's you're trying to make nobody has a, the last name E C K S like that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh come on, this is this is like that uh, Meet the Fockers story where uh, uh, you ever hear that one the. So, so there was they they weren't allowed to use that title, and the studio told them like you can't put Fokker in a like in in a title of a movie, like because there there was Meet the Parents, and then the sequels Meet the Fokker, Meet the Fockers, and so they were like you cannot do that, like, and so the director was like. Uh, the director of screenwriter, I can't remember, was like, if I can come up with someone who has that last name, like, can I do it? And they were like, fine. And so he found like a phone book with like a few Fockers in it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I mean. There's got to be somebody there out there with a the last like, name. Like I just looked X. it up and there's, there's Eck, X, Eck. It's a German origin name. Oh, look. It, they, all, they all end up in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and, they, and they're they're all somehow uh, part Spanish as well. So. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Give him, give him a Spanish name. I realize he probably doesn't want to keep sp- playing Hispanic characters his whole life, but, yeah. you know, it's got to be a little bit realistic. I just the, the only... I, I always say, like, this is the second worst name movie, and the worst one is Lucky Number Slevin, because that's another really weird <laughs> name that just doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, how would we how would we do this? Fix the names, fix her character. Somehow the whole idea of the wife and the kid being exes without him knowing they're still alive. Like that. Just, if you want to do that, you got to explain it a lot better. Like, like Gant's got to hide him out somewhere. There's just some reason, some compelling reason why she really believes he's dead because just blowing up a car shouldn't shouldn't be enough, you know? Because he's still mm-hmm. around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even with all the dumb story stuff, even if you kept all that, I think a little bit better direction on the action scenes would help a lot. Yeah. What would you do for a sequel? <laughs> Obviously, they they need to team up from the beginning and do something. Right. And yeah. Then, then you have and her, and then it's X sever versus. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> no. It needs. It needs to be they. They Sex get married. Ver. They. They get married and. Uh, oh, they get married and they and they hyphenate their name, so it's X sever versus. Yeah. Then it becomes then, True Lies, where they're yeah. a team now, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was the most believable part about True Lies. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I take that back. The most believable part was uh, the guy hanging off the jet. <laughs> <Or unbelievable. laughs> and then the, the missile hits him. It's. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, he just rides the missile through the building. And <laughs> I, it's so tough. <laughs> it's almost as good as Bruce Willis riding the jet in Die Hard 4. Oh, yeah, was. yeah. Um, yeah, and then as for the third movie, shit, I don't know. Uh, they go back to fighting each other. And then, and then, it, then it becomes weirdly X versus no, it, 2. It, he cheats on her, so it becomes this rom-com. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, oh, yeah, it becomes like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It'll be Mr. Exactly. and Mrs. X versus Sever. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing is like this – I mean, there, there's always spy movies, but for some reason like mid-90s to mid-2000s had this string of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, X versus Sever, assassins, you know. Mm. <laughs> it was like, okay, we're really digging into this genre. Yeah, does, yeah. what about that movie, Assassins? Also Antonio. Uh, with Antonio, yeah. And what, Stallone, I think? I think it is, yeah. And uh, Julianne Moore, right? I Oh, yeah, yeah, Juli- yeah you're right, Julianne Moore, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that movie's kind of cool. Yeah, I like think it's at least decent. I don't remember how good it was. I saw it, but I don't remember much about it. Whoa, wait a minute. Y- have you seen who wrote that movie? Oh, really? <laughs> That's so The Wachowskis, weird. how about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. That's so nuts. I, I always kind of thought Matrix 95. was like their first like foray into like huh. filmmaking. Oh, when did Bound come out? Bound was 96. So, okay. So this, they sold the script to Assassins. Then they were able to make Bound and then they were able to make Matrix. That That's such a weird movie for that. Because it, it, also the story buy is from them. So mm-hmm. it's like they, they created the story. That does not fit in with anything else that they've done. Like. No. Like Matrix and Cloud Atlas, and it's like, and then you just got like the, the first thing they make is it's like, I didn't, I didn't know Richard Donner actually wrote directed that movie. Oh shit! But yeah, how about that? Uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just because it's like this weird, just like a, like again, an assassin versus an assassin movie. Right. I the only thing I remember that is there's some scene in like a cab where one of them is driving the cab and the other one's in the back and they're trying to kill each other, but there's that divider in between or something. I don't remember. Yeah. And there's another scene where like one of them is like, has like a, a foot cast or something, but it's like a gun. <laughs> no, really? I don't remember I think that. so. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie, but it's like, I think there's, I think there's some scene where like, I just remember like uh, Stallone has some sort of like cast on him. I think it's on his like foot and it's like actually just like a hidden gun or something. Sure. And he's using it to like blend in while he tries to like assassinate this person. <laughs> oh yeah. So speaking of which, why are we covering ballistic? Did we think that it was going to intended it's, to have sequels? I, I think. I mean, I'm sure they thought so because it's 
the way it's shot and the way it's set up and the way it does like its storytelling and it just sort of ends on this not cliffhanger but sort of like like oh protect your family and and we're parting ways i don't know uh, let's see i mean clearly any any action blockbuster that makes money will have sequels yeah. <laughs> oh, there's something from Roger Ebert. There's nothing wrong with the title Ballistic X for Sever that renaming it Ballistic would not have solved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, Ebert. All right. So maybe they never intended sequels, but they definitely would have had them if it made money. I, I think I think just given the, the type, the genre of the film, if it made a ton of money, they would make a sequel. Yeah. So therefore, with our within our rules, we, we can cover it on this show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> If we can come up with a, a sequel idea to it that's not like lame, then it's then it, it you know it's considered to be a sequel failure. Yeah, uh, you can. There's plenty of movies you just cannot make a sequel of. I mean, you can make and a sequel yet? of anything. <laughs> yeah, and you can make a sequel. I, I take it back. You can make a sequel of anything, but it's like ah, I mean, I got nothing else to say about this movie. Was, All right, I I, I I put this movie higher in than Assassin's Creed and um, uh, Prince of Persia and, and if I was ever forced to rewatch a movie I think I, I think all these terrible sequel failure movies I, I should have like a rank of like what I would rather be forced to watch 10 times over than like, <laughs> what, what if like in some horrible if I had to watch one of these terrible movies like three times a year what one would I what, like what would the rank of like what would be the worst thing worst most torture to have to rewatch three times a year yeah and I, I saw that that somebody posted a thing on Facebook it was like oh if you had to watch a movie over and over again for 24 hours but you'd get you know fifty thousand dollars or whatever could you do it in what movie? I'm like I can watch anything for that money like it doesn't matter like after oh, especially yeah, yeah. after doing this show I can sit through anything <laughs> oh yeah you just look I mean it's like you go to work every single day and it's like it's not the greatest thing in the world but you get paid to do it so it's yeah no yeah but if I had to watch right if I had to watch like Battlefield Earth or Prince of Persia or Assassin's Creed or, or Ballistic ah uh, and yeah, me, this is this this is this for the rest of your life. Three times a year, you got three watch times this. a year. Yeah, no, it definitely it probably does come up to the top of that list. Yeah, I I I'd rather watch this three times a year over uh, uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, because you're not getting anything from that. It's like maybe I can understand some sort of maybe in a rewatch of this, I would understand what the hell that point of the scene of the little girl and right, the little girl <laughs> yeah. and the little poison pill yeah. technology, I, whatever I, it is. I'll, yeah, I'll never understand in how many rewatches of Assassin's Creed <laughs> what the hell is going on. Yeah, like I said, we're making uh, our our two, or at least I am right now making my number two rating do a lot of heavy lifting. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got to yeah. break it down into tenths. <laughs> I know. Once it dro- yeah, that's the thing is once it drops below a two, it should be like. We, we should allow points. Yeah, like right, right, right. 1.2 and 1.8. It's, 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 it's own micro scale at that point. Like. Do a logarithmic tra- scale. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sticking it through with us. Don't forget to give us your takes at Sequel Harder on Facebook, Twitter, and Gmail. And I will leave you with this haiku. X versus Sever. Lucy and Antonio can do much better. Motherfucker.